Thanks for joining us. Another edition of Tie Cats today for this Wednesday, August the 11th, 2021. Tie Cats back practicing at a hot and humid Tim Hortons field ahead of their game Saturday in Regina against the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. A game you can hear on the Tie Cats audio network. Andy Fantuz and I will get you set with Tiger Cats pregame presented by Active Green and Ross at 9 o'clock. And then we'll hand it over to Bubba O'Neill and Mike Morielli, who will have the call beginning at 10 p.m. Eastern here. And uh, speaking of on the call, coming up on Ticats today, we'll be joined with uh, the man in the other booth at 620 CKRM covering the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. That is Derek Taylor. Uh, we'll get his thoughts on Saturday's game. We're also going to hear from Brandon Revenberg, offensive lineman for the Ticats, and head coach Orlando Steinauer, as we do every day here on Ticats today. Uh, I want to run through a bit of the injury list that was released yesterday by the team, give you some updates, highlight some key names, and uh, of course, some great news uh, on the injury list uh, for guys who missed week one. Ted Laurent, of course, defensive lineman, he was a full participant at practice on Tuesday, uh, looked good again today, so exciting news for uh, for Ticats fans if Ted Laurent's ready to go. And Chris Van Zyl was limited in practice the last few days, and that's a good news as well if Chris Van Zyl is back on that offensive line because it, it, it's really, really, I don't want to say it's obvious when he's not out there, but it is. There's there's a reason uh, Chris Van Zyl was the 2019 most outstanding offensive lineman in the CFL. There's a reason he's been doing this for 14 years, and, and he makes everyone around him better. He buys that extra fraction of a second that quarterbacks and running backs need to find that hole. So if if Chris Van Zyl is uh, good to go for Saturday in Regina, you know the Ticats will be happy uh, to have him, and the uh, Ticats fans should be excited that he's back as well, if that's the case. Again, limited uh, at training yesterday. Uh, we'll get an update on him throughout the week, but uh, encouraging, to say the least, to see him back out there. A couple other names. Uh, Tim White was on the one-game injured list. He was a full participant, and again, he's one of those guys that I was really excited to see in-game action, and I am really excited to see in-game action. So if Tim White is good to go, a guy to keep your eye on uh, for Saturday's game. And then there was some, you know, not so good news. Uh, Brandon Banks wasn't feeling well. He was limited in practice. Dylan Wynn, he had to leave the game last week uh, in, in Winnipeg against the Blue Bombers. He did not practice, uh, and, and uh, Malik Irons did not practice as well. Malden, uh, the fourth, Lorenzo Malden, the fourth, did not practice on Tuesday, so we'll watch him throughout the week. Again, he left Thursday's game as well. All right, well, let's uh, hear from the head coach himself. That, of course, is Orlando Steinauer. Here's what he had to say after practice today. I thought the energy was great. I thought the execution was better than day one. And uh, yeah, so I, I was proud of them. I was proud of them today. I thought they, they came out focused and, uh, you know, willing to get better collectively. Uh, it's just good to have him around doing some things in practice, right? He's, uh, you know, he's a future Hall of Famer that, uh, you know, he does more than just the physical things, right? He just brings a different presence out there, a calmness to everybody. And so just to have him out there and moving around and not on the sideline necessarily doing sprints and, and doing those type of things uh, is a big lift to, to our football team for sure. I think it, each game takes on its own meaning. Uh, I don't think that it's overrated, no, as a, as a general statement, because ultimately if you're controlling the game like that and you have the lead, um, then I do think it makes a big difference, if that makes sense to you, right? So if you're, if you're eating up the clock 
you know, if you win it by seven to, to 10 minutes or something, I do think it's going to be hard to win. There's always going to be sample sizes of things where, hey, this team lost the time of possession, but they still won the game. Um, you know, the turnover ratio and explosive plays are always going to be the things that stand out and win losses the most, in, in my opinion. Um, but I definitely it's not in I know it's not going to be in our favor if our defense is out on the field for extended periods of time against an explosive offense uh, like Saskatchewan. I think I think every week you you test that water and see where you're at. You know, the challenge becomes you, you, you go in with that mindset and you get stuffed and it's second and 11 or second and 10, it, it starts to weigh on you as a, as a play caller and those type of things. I don't think you can completely abandon it. Uh, you just have to find other ways to get, you know, three to three to seven yards on first down, uh, be it quick passes or, you know, misdirection, whatever, whatever you may have planned that week. So um, I don't know what the percentage looks like, but there, I do believe there are points of every football game where you do have to be able to run the football effectively and not just to run the clock. That is the head coach of the Hamilton Tigers, Orlando Steinauer, as he spoke after practice today. If you want to catch the full scrum, you can head over to Ticats.ca to hear everything coach had to say after today's practice. He mentioned there Chris Van Zyl. I've mentioned that already, that he was limited in practice. And, of course, Chris would be a welcome re-addition to that offensive line, especially after that uh, first game on Thursday. But Brandon Revenberg is also on that offensive line. He's been here a few years as well. One of those veteran presence on this Ticats offense and I had a chance to catch up with him after practice today. Oh, it was a great day. It was a great day. Honestly, kind of just getting back to it, get the cardio up, start running around again. It was great being out there. It's just great having him back out on the field again, practicing with the team, right? Even if it is limited, whatever he's doing, it's good to have him out there. I mean, when you've got a veteran that's been in the league as long as Chris has, it's, it is what it is. Like, he's been around for so long. He's naturally going to have that leadership, right? And that's definitely a role that he's bringing back, uh, even just being on the field. So it's great having him back. Uh, he's doing well. He's, he's a smart kid. He, uh, he works hard, and he's in here. He's grinding. He's watching film. He's doing everything right. Well, that's just it. I mean, even uh, during camp, you know, I always ask him, what, what are we expecting out of you? And he says, you know what? I'm just going to bring some more tools for your toolbox. However you plan to use them, that's how you use them. And that's what he's done. Uh, to me, at the end of the day, it's just – executing the game plan, whatever it may be called. Um, the reality is we did have a fair bit of new guys up playing last game. And it's just, like you said, just trying to get in that rhythm, get used to the guys around us, and just becoming a cohesive unit again. That is Brandon Revenberg, offensive lineman for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. And a good point there on Darius Sirocco and just seeing his continued development and uh, playing center for the first time. Uh, you know, underlooked storyline. I thought he did a pretty good job. Uh, under center for Jeremiah Masoli in his first game at that position. All right, let's turn our attention to the opponent. The Ticats are taking on the Saskatchewan Rough Riders on Saturday. And the play-by-play -play voice for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders is Derek Taylor on 620 CKRM, where he also hosts the Sports Cage. And very pleased to be joined with uh, DT now. And uh, Derek, um, some, some nervous moments I would guess, in Saskatchewan after their uh, game one uh, victory against the BC Lions. 31 nothing becomes 33-29. And if not for two missed field goals and a missed convert, that would have been enough on its own. TJ Lee dropped an interception that hit him right in the chest as well. The Riders had luck on their side. They performance in the first 20 minutes was amazing, fantastic. 
and then holding on for dear life involved a little luck on their side as well. But uh, ultimately, a, a win is a win, and we saw some of the high points, and we saw some things that need to be worked on as they go forward. And it, it's funny because it was a tale of two halves, obviously, for the Rough Riders. And uh, for the Ticats, it was a tale of one drive and then all the yeah. other drives. Um, so it's, it's, it's almost like the Rough Riders kind of – they got knocked on their butt, but they also got to take a win out of it. So it was, it was a win-win for them almost, it felt like. Yeah, it's just a matter of which one is the real one, right? Is the 21 points in the first three drives the real one? Or is the, oh, we're going to throw the ball short and we can't really get the run going? Uh, and, oh, BC actually moved the ball pretty well against us. Which one is, is closer to the real one will be the thing that we'll try to find out as of Saturday. Uh, the one strength of this Riders team that I think everybody was talking about going into the season and then was on display with uh, the Marshall pick six uh, would be the secondary. What is it about this, this, uh, this Rough Riders secondary that makes them so dangerous? And, and what could the Ticats do to, to, to really kind of get under their skin back there? Well, I think veteran and continuity are the two big words that you have to ascribe to it. The four of the five guys, the four guys closest to the boundary side are back. Blaze Brown is now the field side cornerback. But you mentioned Nick Marshall, who had the pick six, plays next to Ed Ganey and Mike Adam. And Luchez Purifoy, for, for my dollar, is the best defensive back that the, the Riders have with that field halfback spot. Having all those guys back from last year, having them all able to work together, even with a short camp, communication not particularly a problem and times they got beat uh, in the in this game against bc okay nick makes a tries to maybe jump the under and lucky whitehead goes 75 yards purifoy is all over brian burnham but he's brian bleeping burnham so he catches a touchdown pass and it just the fact they've been together and the fact that all of them individually have experience and know the league i, I think is the biggest part and the biggest reason riders fans had real confidence in them uh, it's funny. You, obviously, you and uh, and Luke are on the same page because uh, yesterday, Purifoy again. He's I think he said word for word what you just said, dollar for dollar. One of the best DBs, not just in Saskatchewan, but uh, in the league. Guy flying under mm -hmm. the radar. Um, expectations in Saskatchewan. Where are they? It seems like last year they they were high. You know, obviously Cody Fajardo. Nobody really knew where he was coming from, but now that they know what they have in, in, in Fajardo, um, what are the expectations for the Rough Riders this season? The messages I was getting into the, the show on Monday, the first day up after the game, was, oh, boy, there's some stuff that they need to fix, which is kind of counter to what it was in 2019 when they lost the opener to Hamilton in 2019. The uh, reflection was, oh, okay, well, the quarterback, but, hey, here's some, there's some good stuff out there. Look at this guy. Look at that guy. And, oh, boy, there's some stuff to work here. This one was, oh, how is the offensive line going to do? Because – there wasn't much room for William Powell to run, so how will the protection be? Fajardo got sacked a couple times, and his throws, they were very short down the field. I'd have to go back and dig into the numbers. But of his starts in Saskatchewan, that was probably his second shortest depth of target on average for, for throwing the football. So there were a lot of swing pass to Powell and little thing underneath as opposed to determined shots in the intermediate and deep range. So there's there's – I would almost say cautious optimism, but there's more cautious, let's say that, because uh, if, if, if the things with the offensive line are still around, for a team that has an incredible defensive line, like, say, the Hamilton Tiger Cats, 
we're going to need to see that before we truly know how, how much of a problem it could be. And I was just about to ask, how much time do you think that offensive line is spending on, hey, here's what, here's what Ja'Garrett Davis does to break free. You know, here's what, here's what Teddy Laurent does to break free. You know, he was a full participant. He was on the injured game list uh, uh, for week one, but he was a full participant at practice. How much time do you think that offensive line is studying the tape on those two specifically? Oh, my God, absolutely. And then trying to, trying to not see Dylan Wynn's pelvis dance. Right, and, and definitely don't want to see that right up up close and in person. There, that's got to be the that's got to be the focus, right? Hamilton's really nice in a lot of spots, but that front four is just vicious, just, just vicious with elite, talented players. So it's it's got to be a real concern. And so it wouldn't surprise me if the answer to that is well, we can sort of neuter that in the short passing game. However, you if you're just in the short passing game. You give it up. The one thing the Riders do have, though, is they have a bunch of different offensive packages and a bunch of different personnel packages. So what you'll see in the game on Saturday is two guys out, two guys in. Oh, here's two different guys. Okay, well, that's the blocking guy, and that's the other blocking guy. Okay, well, we can see what's happening here. That was constant in this game, in the first game for the Riders, was here's Keenan LaFrance and Albert Awachi. Now it's Braden Lenius and, and Mitchell Picton. Like, there's just bodies in and out all the time. So they can at least try to keep Hamilton uh, on their heels with things like that and perhaps surprise them with, oh, now it's a seven-man protection, and, and here we go. We can, we can get some of those deep shots and hold off Ja'Garrett Davis, who is just a constant, constant threat. Uh, one more before I let you go. I know you're a, a big uh, odds guy. You, you love your numbers. So uh, what are the odds that the Saskatchewan Rough Riders and Hamilton Tiger Cats see each other on December 12th at Tim Hortons Field? Oh, that is – you're asking me to pick a specific matchup. I think Hamilton is the class of the East, so I would say it's probably – if injuries go their way, we got to weigh that in. Uh, there's about a 50 nah, – there's about a 60% chance Hamilton wins the East, even being down a game. Saskatchewan, let's say 25%. So what's that, 15%? Let's go 15%. Did a lot of math right there live in my head. and No idea if I got it right. But uh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a chance because 13 wins and 15 wins in 2019, they can replicate that. Each team can get back to that. Then, uh, yeah, it would, be, it would be fun to see it happen in Hamilton December 12th. A, a crossbar away from it happening uh, in 2019, so to say. But uh, yep. DT, thanks for thanks for catching up with me today. We appreciate it. Uh, great to talk to you. Happy to do it, Louis. My thanks to Derek Taylor from 620 CKRM, play-by-play voice of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, for joining me today, and my thanks to you for taking some time out of your day to connect with us. You can hit me up on Twitter anytime you'd like at Louis B underscore TV. Or you can reach out to us on the Ticats Twitter, at Ticats as well. Uh, my appreciation to you for tuning in. We are back again tomorrow because this is Ticats Today for the Ticats Audio Network. I'm Louis B. Hoping you have a great day.